Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today I am so excited to bring my very, very, very special guest and just soul sister in so many ways and probably the epitome of smarter, spunkier, and more successful. <laughs> I think she embodies that. Virginia Muskies. She is well known as the referral diva and is passionately driven to teach six-figure solopreneurs the pathway to building business that fuels their passion funds their dreams, and has massive impact on the communities where they live and serve. With over 30 years of teaching, training, and business building experience, Virginia has demonstrated that cultivating and leveraging social capital is the fastest path to profitability for the small business owner. Among her many accomplishments, Virginia grew the contract services division of a nationally recognized tutoring company from zero in 2005 to 2.5 million in annual revenue in 2011, completely by word of mouth. As the owner of the Gateway Referral Institute franchise, Virginia distinguished herself as the number one franchisee in the U.S., number three globally, earning her a seat on the exclusive executive circle until she moved on in 2015. As the Chief Connections Officer at Master Connectors, Inc., and an Executive Director of two franchises of Business Network International, also known as BNI, Virginia coaches 1,400-plus entrepreneurs on building business using word-of-mouth best practices. She is also the host of the Business by Referral podcast with listeners in over 30 countries, and I had the pleasure of being on uh, her podcast but when it had a different name. It was a uh, name passion something- purpose, Passion Purpose. Purpose impact. Yeah. Fashion We're actually bringing impact. that back. Okay. All right. And um, Virginia is badass in her fashion statements, as well as putting her fanny on the dance floor and making it flow. So I love her dearly. And I'm so glad to have you here today, Virginia. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Angel. It's it's such a pleasure to just be around you. I remember we met for the very first time at Bill Barron's Conscious Business Playground. That was the first time we sat at a table together. You probably well remember the conversation, which I don't know if it's a conversation to have in a podcast, but I do know we were horrifying a lot of people. <laughs> and then it's been on the dance floor. It's been, you know, and then those those crazy moments when it's just like, there's only one person that one of us wants to like, you wake up and you're like, it's gotta be, it's gotta be angel. Like that's the only person mm -hmm. that can ground this or, and I know you've called me the same. So I I'm so glad to be here. This is just amazing. 
Yeah. Well, Virginia, I really want to be very relaxed with today's interview because we do go back a ways and we do have some very interesting, both spiritual as well as kind of material world interconnections with one another. And there's so much of you that you have this amazing biography, right? Mm -hmm. But there's so much of you that is not necessarily showing up in this amazing biography. <laughs> and so I think I should hire someone to help me with that. <laughs> Clearly. Thank you, Angel. I got my value from today's podcast. Virginia, fix your bio. Got it. That's awesome. Well, no, it's not it. about it's not about fixing your bio. It's about like aligning. I, I just really want, like, I want to grab my boobies on this right now, Virginia. Yes, I'm on it. I just really want. You know, I want to celebrate the crap out of your accomplishments because you are an amazing businesswoman. And at the same time, you are also a woman. And I really mm -hmm. want to feel even more of your heart. So yeah. I'd love to have you talk about why word of mouth? Because I, I have a feeling that this is a piece of your heart that doesn't necessarily show up in the bio. Why word of mouth? What is it that really brings you passion and delight in the creating of all these profits that you've made? That is a, what a great question. Growing up, I was the fat little girl who was too smart for her britches that had no friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the bottom line. I was too smart. Nobody could make fun of you because you're smart. So it's interesting, like the the noticing that goes on. You're like, wow, that's a really smart biology. And I'm not going to let you get away with that, Virginia. <laughs> right? Like it is like the brainiac is the barrier. It is the boundary. It is the way to get the adults to protect you because mm -hmm. you're smart and you're a good student and you're good, 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 good girl. You're a mm -hmm. good girl right? Mm -hmm. And underneath, there was this girl screaming for love and attention and affection and acknowledgement and not wanting to be, as I grew up, I, I was sharing this with somebody the other day. So kind of fast forward from being bullied in grade school and middle school and that never being able to find a boyfriend and all of that <laughs> stuff that's so important when you're 12, right? I get into high school and I realize that the crowd that is going to embrace me, the crowd that sees my brain, the sapiosexual crowd, if you will, mm -hmm. is the Dungeons and Dragons nerds. And first of all, my mother told me that was Satanism and I wasn't allowed to play. So I had that whole tape read like roiling in my head. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, these people are the the unattractive ones. Yeah. They're the fat ones. They're the, they're the ostracized ones. No, I want to be like, like Amy Schulman and I want to be popular and I want to be a cheerleader. And, but when I'm with them, I'm like, these girls are creepy, crappy, horrible human beings that are mean. And they get right. So there's always this tension mm -hmm. between wanting to be loved as a popular girl mm -hmm. and being, you know, on the geeky side, it just, you know what, this is hilarious. You know, what just came mm -hmm. to mind. What? Wicked popular. Don't you know that I'm popular? Right. And I was right. uh, like, I was the green chick. Right. So anyway, yeah. So I spent like most of my high school time and then all the way into college 
still chasing, but I want to be popular, but I want to be popular, but I want to be popular. When what I really wanted was to be connected. Mm. Yeah. I wanted to be seen and acknowledged and embraced and loved and admired for the, what I had to bring to the table. I didn't want the superficial stuff. I didn't want any of that, but I wanted it. So there was always this sort of tension. And when I, when I owned the referral Institute franchise, one of my coaches, um, his name is Eddie Esposito said to me, your genius, Virginia, is there's room for the weirdos at the lunch table. Mm. Yeah. There's room for the weirdos. And then he said, and you can see that they over there are also weirdos that haven't figured it out. Yeah. Meaning the popular ones. The popular ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people that are those people, those slick, savvy, I don't want to name names, but you remember <laughs> we were, you remember we were at a new media summit and there was a, a guy who did like taught people how to eat fire. You remember that yeah, guy? Yeah, I do. Yeah, him, right? Like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they're There's... just weirdos. They're just weirdos who have stuffed it down so far that they have forgotten who they are. Right. They've forgotten. They're like, I, I love all these metaphors. They're like Taka and Tefiti in Moana, right? They're a bunch <laughs> of Taka. They have forgotten who they are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know who they are. Yeah. Cause you can see them because that's yeah. part of your gift. That's part of your gift, both uh, because of the way that you grew up, but also because you do have have vision and you have, yeah. you have, you're gifted in, you know, multidimensional ways in addition to being, you know, wickedly smart. I mean, that's part of the purpose of this podcast is to like really highlight and showcase that yes, being weird, especially back in, in that time frame, you know, there was so much of a uh, splitting of what had up until then been kind of a communal thing. You know, when we were little kids, we were all on the playground. We didn't care about anybody else or what they thought. We were playing in the sand, regardless of who was wearing the glasses and had the greasy hair and who was like wearing the latest fashion because we weren't right. we weren't aware of any of that. And then as we got into those, I mean, I was the same one. I was the same person. There's a lot that we share in common. There were people who would follow me around on the playground and, and tease me about my father always having a new car because they couldn't do anything about the smart thing. Right. And right. So, yeah. Yeah. So what I want to ask you now, Virginia, is now that we understand why the desire to, or the, the calling to, or the facility in, I guess it's mm -hmm. the facility in bringing people together. Let's talk about like what inspired you to take that gift and, and bring it into the work that you do. And, and then let's talk a little bit about how you help the people that you help to maybe dismantle some of this conditioning that they have, either that they're showing up, even the weird kids, the D and D kids, they also like put themselves into boxes too, I think. Yeah. Do you they know do. what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And, and with, with a makeover, they could show up as the, the popular kids, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? So let's talk about, you know, what inspires you today to help other people to dismantle these barriers and masks that we have created so that authentic connection can happen. 
you know, I was just on Paulina Tenner's The Great Fuck Up Summit. I don't know if you've, you got to have her on this podcast. She's amazing. Send okay, her along. So <laughs> I will send her along. One of the things that was in play shortly before you and I ever met was I was in referral Institute and I was getting on stages and I was speaking because I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be heard. It was still all about that. See me, please. Can somebody see me? Please look at me. Tell me I'm good. And I, I had this, all this confusion around approval versus affirmation versus just everything really messed up. Then I went through all of Callan rushes, like her five, Mm -hmm. her five programs And something happened at the second workshop that cracked me open. And I thought like, literally there was almost, I felt like a physical death, but I woke up in the morning. I did this Alex Wilbert, Alex trance dance experience. And like everything in me shifted. Like there was this wide eyed, excited, like, oh my gosh, it's you, right? Like I met me and I I was just beside myself. And what has come out of that moment that cracked open death of the protected self, the beginning of the rebirth of the other self. And you know, that never happens, right? I got 26 other layers of protection. Don't you worry. (laughs) I'm still all armored up somewhere in there. But that moment when when authenticity became possible, Mm. that moment... And what I started to realize is that people do business with people when they connect and it doesn't matter what your business is. None of this matters. What matters is that heart to heart, we get in sync. And then I'm willing to do anything. I'm willing to go to the ends of the earth. I'm willing to share everything that I have that I can afford to share, right? Mm. When, When I have that connection. And what I started to realize is that the interconnectedness of humanity needs to permeate business because and I've been saying this for seven years Mm. and I'm super not sorry, not sorry that this is a politically motivated conversation to an extent. We are the saviors of connection, authenticity, and culture as entrepreneurs Mm. because the power structures are organized in massively, massively hypnotizing industrial complexes And it's the connectivity of the entrepreneurial web that makes freedom possible. Mm, I thousand, thousand, thousand percent affirm this. You take a bunch of entrepreneurs (laughs) and separate them, keep them in their houses. Don't let them connect. Don't let them integrate. You create this void and you're breaking something. And stuff can, stuff comes in. So for me, I used to jokingly say, they're like, why do you do what you do? And I go, well, somebody's going to have to hide me in a wall one of these days. (laughs) All right, beautiful. Well, we are at the break. So we're going to hide in the break for a moment. But when we come back, we're going to talk more about being a master connector and where people can find out more about you. But right now, Weekly Smart Women, we could use your help. If you're enjoying this show and want us to stay on the air, please definitely consider making a donation at www.wikilysmartwomen.com. I want to uh, celebrate that we just won our second award in the uh, 27th Annual Communicators Awards, and it was an award 
of distinction. And that was pretty exciting. And we are also now up to 84 countries. I love adding more countries. And so today I want to say a shout out to our listeners in, let's see, where are we going to shout out to? Rwanda, Togo, and Oman. Very interesting, diverse group of countries that we're shouting out to today. And we will be right back with Virginia Muskies. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design, a life that is an extraordinary work of art? Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by women in transition, women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance, become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your Wealthy Life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with the beautiful and vivacious Virginia. I am so excited that she's here. And I want to let everyone know how you can find out more about becoming a master connector yourself and uh, potentially working with Virginia to expand your capacity to both be a profitable and prosperous entrepreneur, as well as to be part of this web that is rising up. And when she said that earlier, I could see like the mat of the of the earth and gr- like grass rising up. So the, the grassroots rising up of entrepreneurs and that web of entrepreneurs that are going to be uh, what the evolved world looks like once the industrial military complex finally crashes to the ground like the dinosaur that it is. So, And we're all crossing our fingers that it will happen soon and with the greatest degree of ease and grace for all of us and the least amount of fallout. So Amen. let's uh, send people to masterconnectors.com forward slash blueprint. When you get there, you will get a blueprint from Virginia about how to leverage your social capital and grow it so that you can both be profitable as well as you know, I think pleasantly surprised by the value that social capital adds to your personal well-being. And so I want to talk about that, uh, Virginia. And part of personal well-being that I think we need to bring into the equation and have the conversation about is the money part. And I love that you said earlier that you will share everything that you can afford to share. This is a huge leg up yoga move statement that you just made because most women have been conditioned to share unconditionally everything beyond what they can afford to share. So can you tell us where this little awareness came from that you've got to actually have boundaries around what you need to have to be able to thrive yourself and then what you have left over in the saucer that you can share. Somebody's been listening to Lisa Nichols. No, um, no, that's <laughs> just so, the universe. Here's, so here's the thing. I've come to this conclusion that giving to takers is stupid. 
And when I'm doing referrals, it's like, great, Angel, you know what? Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. We just started a new one called Bad Girls on Business. You're certainly a bad girl. You should come on Bad Girls on Business. We're going to make it worth each other's while intentionally. I'm going to give to you. You're going to give to me. It's why we are biz friends and it's why we fell in love, right? It's Mm -hmm. why we became friend friends, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Something great happens to one of us. And sometimes it's like, Angel's got to be the first to know. It was Mm -hmm. what I was referring to earlier. So- at the end of the day, this notion that givers gain and, you know, if you just help enough other people get what they want, you'll have everything you want. All of that shit was written by men. I'm sorry. I love, like, I love men. I have men in my life. I have some specific men in my life who will be very angry with me that I just said that. But at the end of the day, where it boils down to is this, you've got to give in reciprocity. And that doesn't mean tit for tat. I recently was working with, I've got this great graphic design team, right? I'm just bringing them on board. They wanted to do some barter. I said, well, we'll do this. And then you do that. And I said, barter won't serve you. Mm. You're eating ramen for dinner, living in like, like living in your car in between getting from one apartment to the next barter does not cut it. You need cash. Mm. I need artwork. You need cash now. I need artwork yesterday. Get me artwork. You get cash. It was plain and simple. That moment of saying reciprocity doesn't mean I train you like we barter services. It means wherever my greatest desperate need is, if you have excess capacity that you could use to fill that hole and I can do the same, we can be in reciprocity. But this notion of people, I learned this, oh my God, 20 years ago at an e-women network meeting, someone was like, I totally will make you a name tag if you coach me. And I'm like, I don't need a name tag. Yeah, but that, but I want to give you a name tag and then you'll coach me. I'm like, but I don't need a name tag. Mm. I need money. I'm Mm. opening a coaching practice. I need referrals. I I need a whole lot of things. Name tags I do not need, right? Mm. So when you're doing this, you've got to look at what is, what is the person in front of you has a need. They're in pain. They have a need. Can you fill the need? Can you fix it? And I have a need. Can I express the need from a place of authentic strength and say, in order to accomplish my vision, mission, passion, purpose, I have this need. Can you provide? Mm. So that's number one. So all of that awareness has been around me for a very long time. I am friends with Ivan Meisner. And I remember saying to him one time, Ivan, I totally understand that givers gain. So I'm doing the giving. I was wondering how long does it take to do the gaining? Just curious. And he just laughed. And he said, if that's your situation, you're going about it the wrong way. Let me help you. And we had a conversation. Most recently, he appeared on a summit. He just wrote a book which is a great book. It's called Infinite Giving. And in the book, one of the seven principles of infinite giving is from Lisa Nichols, who's in the Transformational Leaders Council with him. And she said, give from the saucer, not from the cup. Mm. Fill the cup, keep filling the cup, fill the cup. Your focus is fill the cup and the cat can come lap that up. Yeah. Yeah. You just give from your excess capacity, not from your need, want, desire, like, and not from desperation and not from chasing and not from any of those things. And certainly not from like what we talked about before the, the break, not from 
really what you really needed was was love and connection, right? And so I think the piece that I want to underscore for our listeners here is a couple things. Number one, you have somehow managed to find the magic way to getting very clear on what you actually authentically need. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two, you have gotten very clear on how to communicate that need in a powerful way that doesn't make you needy, that mm-hmm. that allows you to draw forth the connections and the cohorts and the you know colleagues and potentially the clients or team members who are going to be fulfilling that need. Number three, you have also gotten clear that there has to be self-awareness about whether or not you're full, right? Whether or not you're coming from the saucer rather than the cup. And one of the things that I know for me that I discovered is, you know, we can use other language like being a channel, right? Mm -hmm. So I know for myself that it's not about giving of myself. It's about giving through myself. Yes. And if nothing's coming, there's nothing to give, right? If nothing's coming through, if the channel's like quiet right now, there's nothing to give. And if I attempt to give or manufacture the giving, then I exhaust myself. I end up burned out. I end up bankrupting myself or near bankrupting myself. And I'm not serving anybody. I'm not serving myself. I'm not serving my people. I'm not serving my purpose. I'm not serving my pocketbook. So really powerful leadership that you are embodying, Virginia. And and that's what I really just want to underscore for our listeners. We got about two and a half minutes left. So Mm -hmm. in the last two and a half minutes, I'd love to have you take a nice deep breath and you get to decide, do you want to talk about connecting? Do you want to talk about your courage, your heart? Or would you like to talk about commitment? Which of those three would you like to talk about? All of that wrapped up into one thing. Great. When you were talking about just me having clarity, okay? And I learned a long time ago that we all have a call on our life, that there's something that we're supposed to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in my particular case, I am not called to do really anything. I am called to be a woman in purple. And I am to fund something. My job is to be a conduit, a cash flow conduit. And my purpose is the proliferation of prosperity around the globe. That's, That's very clear to me. One of the things that is most miraculous to me is that when you are clear on the thing that you're doing that is not your business, it's your call. And you understand your call you align your life, which is the people with whom you surround yourself and the choices you make for the situations that you put yourself in, the experiences that you want to have, all in service to this higher purpose. And then you build a business that is like the rocket fuel for that puppy and it pushes all of it forward. Amazing things happen. I'm going to be doing a summit in about two weeks. There are a couple of really heavy hitters upon whose name one should not just trade right? So I said, Hey, can I use your name? Blah, blah, blah. Here's what I'm doing. This summit, every single person that attends, I will offset one day of poverty. Extreme poverty in in the world is $1.90 a day. So for every person that shows up to at least one session, 
dollar ninety a day is going to ten by three. When you buy one of my upgrade packages, we're going to offset a week, a month, or a quarter of poverty. When these heavy hitters heard that, they said to me, "How can I promote this and get more people on?" Mm-hmm. They would never. Ne- there was no. They were like, "I can be on, but I'm not going to promote." And I was like, "That's fine." That's fine. But when they heard about it, when they heard what I was doing, when they heard that, yes, I'm giving my clients a chance to speak. I'm giving my referral partners a chance to speak. I'm providing great training for my listeners. I'm doing all these things. And I've got it aligned with proliferating prosperity by ending world poverty, right? By offsetting poverty. Yeah. That was the game changer. Yeah. That was the game changer. That's and leveraging. Yeah, that is the point. It is the point. Answer the call. And that takes courage and commitment and heart and all that other stuff. Yes, it does. To put that above all the other angsty stuff. Yeah, and and the courage is to say yes to the calling and to to find the way to serve the calling no matter what. And you are such a role model for that, Virginia. Well, we are at the end. So listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show by calling in the listener line or send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Go out there and say yes to your calling and connect like a master connector. Thanks again, Virginia. Thanks for tuning in, downloading and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.